Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe. Hi, I'm Sean Payne, uh, founder of Live Explore Real Estate and Lifestyle, and welcome to our very first podcast. I have Isaiah Chass here, our founding agent. Isaiah, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Excited we can finally be here and make this happen. Yeah. So uh, uh, I've had this uh, crazy idea of starting my own brokerage for a couple of years now and decided to execute it back in uh, February, maybe a little bit before that, uh, but uh, 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 signed uh, a lease uh, for this really cool office space at uh, number 10 4th Street, right downtown Petaluma. We're right across the street from Avid Coffee and uh, right next door to the Petaluma, Petaluma Historic Museum. Um, it used to be the old uh, workplace prior to the COVID pandemic. And uh, so we've got this great spot, uh, 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 including this uh, really cool podcast room that uh, was uh, uh, quite an experience in putting this all together uh, out of remodeling this entire office. Uh, this certainly was the most trial and error. error. And uh, I, I commend anyone that uh, has a podcast because... Uh, <laughs> I don't see how you guys do it, or it, it's uh, it's much more complicated than what it seems. Isaiah, would you agree on that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I seriously don't know how people put podcasts together. Not to sound stupid, but I think we're pretty smart people, <laughs> and it, right. it certainly knocked us off our feet more times than it didn't. But we're finally here making it work, and it uh, seems to come out pretty good. Yeah, it looks like a, finally it's uh, it's going to pay off. And thank you very much for all your, your effort down here late at nights, early mornings, trying to get everything set up that way. Absolutely. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. So uh, uh, we have this this cool space. And so what we're going to do is we're starting this podcast uh, episode. Bear with us. We'll get better as, uh, as time comes on. But we want to provide information uh, uh, to you about what's going on in the market and, and just what's going on in general. Live Explore is uh, uh, about uh, not only showing you finding you the home that that uh, that you'll love but also the lifestyle it creates that way and so much in real estate's been about that in recent years and and we really wanted to kind of kind of bake that into the brand where where we're going to be here to again not only find you your perfect home uh, 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 that's kind of what what we do in real estate but we really want to show you how you can can enjoy the community to the fullest and enjoy the activities whatever lifestyle you want make sure that you actually live that lifestyle that way Absolutely. And I think that goes to show, you know, how much Sonoma County and the surrounding areas, Marin County, Napa County, Mendocino County have to offer. We have everything from the coast to mountain biking. You can go surfing, hiking, uh, wine tasting. We have some of the best restaurants in uh, California, if not the country here in this localized area. And I think that uh, that has shown recently during the, the pandemic when people have been migrating out of those metropolitan areas, they haven't had to stay in those uh, places that they had to be before to work now they can be in places that are more highly desired and they can be outdoors and enjoy all those activities right right and so our, our moniker here at live explorers live better explore more so again um, this won't only be about uh, uh, real estate information although we certainly will be providing that for you it'll also be about like just local activities and what's going on and and, and things of that nature uh, as well as uh, uh, we want to hear from you about like what what is interest you I have this this funny panel right here this is a, a Tesla solar roof panel so that 
that'll be one of our upcoming podcasts. We'll also be dealing with uh, talking about short long, uh, short-term rentals and where that industry is right now and fractional ownership. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen or heard maybe now about Picasso. And I think that's going to be a, a model in real estate that is going to become uh, uh, more and more. You're going to see more and more of it that way. So I want to go over that and, and, and uh, just uh, get people's uh, feelings on that. So. Yeah, one thing we can assure you that we won't be talking about, we're not going to be pitching properties for sale. We're, it's nothing like that. It's uh, other things that we find people will be really interested in. And yeah, exactly. We don't want this to be just a boring podcast where we have our, our listings up uh, that, that way. Not to say we won't be talking about a listing from time to time, but it won't be like to sell it to you that way. It'll be like something that's kind of informative or it's going on the market at that point. So anyway, um, it, again, in, in the future podcast, we'll really dive into what's going on in the market. But, but you know, everyone's, everyone wants to know right now what is going on in the market, you know. Um, uh, with interest rates going up, everyone's kind of uh, – uh, you know, wondering what's going to happen to home prices. And, and I think that uh, a lot of people who, if you experienced the last, the foreclosure crisis, the downturn from 2008, uh, that, that there's a lot of anticipation that, that the market's going to really crash 40 or 50%, something of that nature. Uh, Isaiah, what are you hear, hearing people out there talk about? So. Yeah, what I think is interesting, and I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about this as well, is the last crash, people weren't expecting it as much it it was something that the the floor kind of fell out right in this situation i think people are more expecting it to happen they have been waiting for uh, a slowdown they've been waiting for prices to soften so i've seen that it, it's more anticipated people are more expecting it and and with that a little bit more ready for that to happen uh, with those prices. Yeah. Something. I mean, I think like last time uh, uh, I went through it and, you know, like I, I remember the consensus kind of like before the market really started crashing was like we were going to experience like a, like a five to 10 percent drop in value. And it was substantially more than 40 or 50 percent. No one saw it coming because I, I think that, uh, you know, since the Great Depression, we hadn't had like a, a housing crash like that. Now, what fueled that was like really bad mortgages. I mean, um, we didn't have uh, mortgages weren't underwritten very well. Now, um, that's not the case. Uh, you know, the federal reg regulations, the Fed stepped in years ago and, and really kind of closed that hole up now. Um, people that, that have been borrowing or getting mortgages, they're qualified that way. Um, maybe it's even a little bit over-regulated. But again, like, so we're not going to have that custodial uh, catastrophic effect of, of just bad mortgages and then all these foreclosures coming on the market that way. But we do have interest rates coming up, um, and uh, it appears that uh, that that is taking some of the steam out of the market, and I think we've seen that all the way across the board. I think we're definitely seeing it on the lower end of the market, and uh, as scary as this sounds, our lower end now is like six, seven, eight hundred thousand below a million. I, I'd say that like those buyers are definitely more sensitive to the, the interest rates that way. Um, but, but, uh, you know, um, it, it seemed like multi-million dollar properties were just humming along maybe like 60 days ago, but it, they're still selling, but it seems like some of the steam is out of that, that market that way as well. So, right. Yeah. I think it's interesting to see how different segments are getting hit differently. Like you said, the, the, the first time home buyer market is, is more driven by those interest rates, but then you have that kind of that window between, 900,000 to sub $2 million where the, that buyer is still going to use a jumbo loan product. But then above that, those types of buyers 
aren't as driven by interest rates because they're right. not going to need that those types of financing. You know, they're pulling their money out of other uh, other places, whether it's stock market or, or previous investments. Yeah, no, that, that's a great point. So Isaiah brought up the jun- jumbo loan market, and it's a little bit of a mess right now. And and once that gets cleared up, I think what you'll see is that 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 higher end of the market, or you know, the million up to two million, you know, two and a half million, you'll see that market. To, I think will pick up a little bit. Uh, and then, like you said, above that, like two and a half million dollar mark, I mean, really you're dealing usually more with like, you know, cash buyers or the, the private, the private banking at, at that point, but what's going on in, in the jumbo, uh, mortgage market. And you know what, we'll have, uh, uh in, in here in the very future, we'll have a, a great lender that I like to come in and talk about this much better than I c- can, but not all banks are, are the same right now in, in good times when you're using conventional, uh, uh mortgages, money's basically coming from the same spot. Now that things are getting a little wonky in the market, you have like the, the larger banks are, are, have better jumbo loan products, uh, than some of the smaller banks. Um, and we've seen like, like, a, a, you know, an interest rate, a point difference between these two banks. Um, Right now, I'd say some banks, some of the smaller banks are, you know, the jumbo rates I've seen like six and a quarter, six and a half, something like that, where I've seen some of the larger banks offering, uh, you know, five and a half, something of that nature. Now, that doesn't mean that the issue often, like if you go to Wells Fargo or something like that, sorry if you're a lender representing them, but but generally the service isn't as good. They take longer to complete compete that way. But there are mortgage banks that have access to these these banks and these in, in these bigger uh these, these, these products, and, and that's who I'd really recommend using right now. So um, with the market changing, it's really important to vet your lenders because not all money is the same right now. You'll see differences in rates and products that way. As those jumbo products become more available, I think you'll see that market kind of pick back up again that way. So um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? Right, and I think talking about what's moving towards the norm, do you think there is going to be a, a more of a norm to buy down a rate? You know, six months ago, you didn't have that option to ask for a seller credit. There were so many offers on the table, uh, and especially difficulty with the appraisals, you couldn't go in asking for ten or $15,000 right. as a seller credit. A, from a, a competition standpoint, and B, you know, when you're already offering 15% over asking, having an appraisal come in with uh, a seller credit is real difficult. But now seeing that uh, you could buy the rate down maybe right. half and a Right, and it makes sense, or, or the cost of the loan that way. Yeah, totally, right. totally. Yeah, no, I mean, so, yeah, you're going to see that. And, and sellers, that's what re- you really have to take into account now is that you're going to have to be part of the, the transaction process. You're not going to be able to sit back and be arms crossed anymore and be like, no, I'm not going to work with the buyer. They just close the deal. Like now you're going to, you know, if you want to get your your home sold in a, in a timely manner, you're going to have to work with buyers. So, so like, yeah, coming in maybe like $10,000, you know, let's say you want a million dollars for your home, for your home. Uh, maybe you have to agree to like a million, 10,000 and then work that, that cost into, uh, you know, they have that $10,000 credit to buy down a point, to buy down the cost of that loan that way. And I think that's what you're going to start seeing is that, is that uh, uh, sellers are going to have to start working. Everyone's going to have to start getting creative in this market to try to figure that out that way. Uh, and, and talking about the market, I mean, I think the, the reason why our market will continue to kind of tick along and we don't have anything catastrophic happening is we haven't built enough homes in the last 10 years. And so that's going to kind of insulate us that way. Um, and so I think that uh, uh, we're a little bit protected that way i think the cookie the cookie cutter homes will always be the first homes that 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 
get hit in this type of market. The unique homes, the homes that really show well, will still be okay. Like, so you're not going to get the 10 offers. You're going to get like one, maybe two offers right now. Uh, but I think uh, kind of going on that point, it's, it's even more important now to make sure that your home's really polished and, and shine that way. You know, if you have some, I'm, 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 uh, getting a home on the market right now. Uh, and you know, I'm talking to the owners and it's even more important as, as the market's kind of like getting a little wonky that we make sure that the home's in good condition. So I have a property with $10,000 worth of pest work, not a big deal, but I think that, you know, talking to the owner, that's something we have to take care of. So, so, we're, so the home is really just move in ready that way. And I think that is even more important now in this, in this market. Cause I think that the, uh, especially, you know, under uh, a million, million five is that, People don't want to come in and start, start doing improvements or, or taking money, uh, you know, out of their additional money out of their savings to improve homes. Isaiah, what do you right. think? Right. Yeah, and, and taking a step back to uh, to building, it's interesting, being that in, in the last crisis there was a surplus of homes. Mm -hmm. There's so much building happening, trying to catch up. Now we're still. Uh, we still need homes. We, there's still demand. Right. There's for still that, demand, and, and there's not enough. Uh, I was reading that there's. From, from a building perspective, they've anticipated a slowdown. So there's builders that uh, were taking out notes that they, they don't have to repay for 30 years. Um, the top seven builders right now have 12 million cash, 25 million debt. However, only half of that debt is due within the next five to six years. Is that locally just... Top seven builders nationally. N tops have how much debt? That doesn't seem like a whole lot of debt. Twenty five billion. Oh, twenty five billion. Sorry, did I say million? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, that totally makes sense. Uh, so it'll, it'll, it, it's they're more insulated from that to be able to recover from this, be able to get on to the next right, cycle, and right. Continue building. Yeah, well, I think that's what happened in the in the last time is that so many mid level or smaller builders got whacked you know, in the last market. And, and so a lot of them didn't come back. And so, yeah, you just, if you look, if you look now, we have more of the big national builders here and we don't have the smaller mom and pops or the mid-level builders. So that totally makes sense that way. That totally makes sense. And yeah, that's why we have reduced inventory. So again, like, because of that, um, you're not going to get like the 10 offers, but you, you still have buyers out there that still need to move and, and things of that nature. So things are still moving along that way. So, yeah. And, and on that note, what do you see as the new normal? I know we've in the past talked about uh, more contingent offers. Buyers coming in needing to sell their home before. Maybe that's something that sellers are going to have to start getting used to is having to, you know, you, you were just saying having to work with buyers on different aspects. Maybe that's uh, going to be one of the new things that they have to to think, think about working with. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, uh, so you have a lot of uh, people that have wanted to buy a new home but uh, there hasn't been a lot of inventory. And so they didn't want to sell their home. This happens in any type of restricted market. They don't want to sell their home until, or put their home on the market until they find a, a suitable home. And so they put in offers contingent upon the sale of their home. They get beat out, they get beat out. I think we've seen this. A lot of offers have been coming in of those buyers, I think, that have been getting beat out in recent months, and now here's their opportunity. So as a seller, again, like you're going to have to, be more open to these type of uh, these type of processes and sales and things like that. Working to buy down the rate or do a contingent offer that way, and again because we don't have homes to sell, um, as long as the, the home's properly priced and marketed, I don't see anything wrong with a contingent sale that way. Things things are going to still sell sell. And and you know getting getting back to the market, I think we've we've been spending a lot of time reviewing data. Um, I do think at some point there's going to be an adjustment in the market. Um, 
as of right now, I don't know if it's already happening. I mean, we see a lot of price reductions. I was like, oh, I'm seeing price reductions. I kind of feel that like as agents, we've been spoiled the last few years because you can almost price anything. You could price a property. At, you know, If you're 10% over value in, in a few months, you're going to be within a range and it's going to sell. And so I kind of feel like the price reductions that we're seeing right now may not be like a reduction in the market, but just overpriced homes to begin with. And now we're like, uh-oh. Now my pricing has to be a little bit more accurate. I can't price it three or five percent over the neighbor's home that just sold next door. Like you know, maybe I should price it at where that home sold that way. So we're, we're seeing like a lot of that. However, you know, at some point it, it appears there's going to be an adjustment. Like like we said, it's not going to be catastrophic. Um, but it looks like you know maybe potentially in 2023 we are going to see a reduction in price uh, of eight to ten percent, something like that. Again, like from from the data we've seen, no one's crystal ball ball is clear. But it looks like as the recession goes on, that there's going to be um, an adjustment that way. Nothing catastrophic, and and it has to happen. I mean, markets are cyclical. We've had now ten plus years of a great market going up, so so it had to happen at some point. So right, and I think at the end of the day, you know. Real estate can be very local, if not hyper-local. Being that we're in a, a very desirable area, I, I could totally see other areas getting hit harder than in, in this area in particular. Um, but uh, being that, I just lost my train of thought. No worries, no worries. No, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Here's the thing, why we're safe. We, we live in a great area, great schools, great quality of life. And you have this like economic center in in uh, San Francisco and Silicon Valley that that constantly when people get priced out of there or they look up here and they're like, hey, they have a great quality of life up there and it's, it's less expensive. That is still going to be there again. We haven't built enough homes to, to satisfy all that need, plus of the people around here that need need homes that way. So you're going to be safe that way. Um, um, of what's going on in the market. So um, again, uh, 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 thank you for listening and uh, we will get better as this goes along. But but you know what? It's been pretty good. This was fun. And um, let us know, shoot us a message, put us down in the comments, let us know any kind of topics that you'd like to think about, uh, like like us to talk about, but we do have some coming uh, uh, up. We'll go into more into the market next time and maybe we can get a mortgage broker on here and talk about, uh, you know, more about interest rates and what they see going on down the line and kind of go from there. But Isaiah, thank you very much for, uh, uh, for making this happen, all your, your efforts. And, and I look forward to doing this podcast with you. So. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. And we're excited to, uh, to bring every more topics and talk about more things that people are interested in. All right. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for joining the Live Explore podcast and more to come soon. Welcome to the Live Explore podcast. If you like what you hear, please hit like and subscribe.